Oh my god, are you talking about the new podcast? It's called Gray's World. Hey guys, how are you? This is Gray, and you're listening to Gray's World, episode 10. Man, I feel like I kind of have a lot to talk about today, which is funny because I literally was like, I have nothing to talk about on my podcast this week, like a couple days ago. So it's just funny that we're here now, that I'm having to decide what to talk about. As you know, later in the show, I'm definitely going to get into the local drama of it all, meaning our local, I don't know, tea store, I don't know, Herbalife store, ever better. I, there's a lot to discuss. That's, I can't wait. That was like really fun to get into, by the way. The research behind it, found a whole Herbalife documentary. I mean, it went deep. I was on Reddit and I'm not a Reddit person. Like it, it was a lot, but it was so fun to deep dive. And I hope there's more local drama soon. I thrive off of local drama, apparently. Also, y'all know that Ever Better is directly across the street from my my dear, dear Lombardi market. So I'm going to be keeping eyes on it. Okay, why am I even spoiling the whole thing? Anyway, <laughs> we will get to that. But I also want to say I did have a good weekend. We, Me and Josh saw some friends for the first time, and Jesus, I, I literally don't know. I do not know the last time me and Josh saw friends socially. Months and months and months ago. Wow. Um, but we were getting coffee this weekend at Recluse Roasting Project, as we do every weekend. And, you know, we were in the car. We were not always in the car. And we were like, oh, let's uh, let's swing by our friend. Let's swing by our friends, Brian and Meredith's house. And they have a house in Northside and they have a backyard. So it worked out perfectly. It was during the day. It was like the first sunny day. And we stayed back there for like hours. I mean, eating and drinking nothing, just sitting there and just talking and like, oh my God, it was so nice and normal. And they have a one and a half year old baby who like, I literally haven't been able to see at all because of coronavirus. So I was very excited to see her. She's super cute. I mean, guys, it's so underrated having a social moment. I, I hate on it in my head all the time. I claim that I love the situation we're in with like how we don't have to hang out with people, but when I actually do it, I cannot deny that it does not put me in a good mood. I mean, yes, after it all, I'm like, wow, that was draining just because I haven't done it in so long, but it is so fun. And then also, guys, I might have to ask her if I can talk about this on the podcast because my friend Meredith, whose house we were at, they did, they had like a snafu with their composting last year during 2020 and it attracted all these rats to their house and she told me that she wrote like she did like creative writing during 2020 like during quarantine and they were they ended up all being about the rats and today she was sending me all of the notes on her phone of the rat writings and like I haven't been able to read them yet because I've been literally researching Herbalife for so long but I mean, guys, this is like, this is, okay, this is exactly what I want out of a friendship. I want to be chilling at home on my day off and just get texts from my friends about creative writing they wrote about the problem they created that caused them to have rats in their house. Wow. So anyway, seeing friends is great. You never know what they're going to have to tell you. They might have some really good fucking stories. (laughs) 
Um, this week has been interesting also because if you've been keeping up on my Instagram, which is at Grace World Pod, I've quit coffee. I've straight up quit coffee. And you guys know I'm fucking addicted to coffee. But I think it was reaching a point where I just – it was affecting my sleep. It was affecting my mood. I don't even think it was working anymore. You know when you drink so much coffee that like you drink it and you're like, I don't even feel that this is doing anything. And I think it was just time for a break. But really what prompted me is that I was literally out of coffee. So then I just had to make tea. Thank God I did. I am so into my iced tea game right now. I, I'm not going to talk about it at all right now because, spoiler alert, iced tea is my fave of the week, which is a little ironic in a funny way because my fave of the week is real iced tea, and then I'm doing an entire segment on, like, a fake tea shop. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's subconsciously prompted me to be obsessed with actual real iced tea this week. Oh my God, you know what we do need to talk about briefly is the poll I ran asking you guys um, on Instagram. I ran a poll and I asked you guys if you had ever heard of the snack of carrots and peanut butter. I have been eating this my whole life. My mom, Manta, obviously your mom picks your snacks out for you when you're younger. So I grew up just thinking everybody ate this. And not it was not until I started dating Josh that it was alerted to me that this was not a universe. This was possibly not a universally known snack. When he saw me eating it, he was like, what, what are you literally doing right now? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm eating carrots and peanut butter, the greatest snack of all time. And he has literally made fun of me relentlessly, our entire relationship for it and refuses to try it on principle. And I'm like, fuck you. Cause I know he would like it. And you know what? He knows he would like it. I was glad to see that some of you did have my back and uh, it was so funny that a few of you, when you saw that it wasn't in the lead in the poll, you had to message me and be like, what's wrong with people? And I was like, trust me, I am on your side. I mean, guys, it's crunchy. It's creamy. Putting that together. The, The carrot is simply a slightly sweet, crunchy vessel for the peanut butter of your choice. Now, can you do another nut butter? Sure. Will it probably be different? Yes. Do I recommend it? No. It's carrots and peanut butter, okay? It's not carrots and almond butter. It's not carrots and cashew butter. Also, for as much as I love cashews, I fucking hate cashew butter. What's up with that? Also, God, my ADD is bad today. Have any of you had macadamia nut milk and do you recommend it to me? Because I'm kind of interested. But then I think, is it too heavy? Seems like it's like cream, right? But is that good? Hmm. Things to discuss. <laughs> well, I can't believe that I've I've tricked you for seven minutes into thinking that I'm off coffee when, guys, I'm fully on coffee today. <laughs> I didn't sleep well last night. Josh may have been snoring a little bit, which we're not gonna we're not gonna blame him. That's okay. It doesn't happen all the time, and I just it was a bad night for me, like hearing the snoring, and it was keeping me up. So I knew I was recording my podcast today, and I cannot record on a bad night's sleep. You don't want to hear the drafts I've done when I don't get any sleep on a Sunday. It ain't good, and I don't release it, okay? So I went to Urban Hang Suite, 
which is Miss Kelly Lemon, the Kelly Lemons Cafe over on Broad Street. It's literally a couple blocks away from my house. It's probably the closest like cafe I have to me. And I had been seeing, I follow them on Instagram, duh. And I had been seeing this drink that they post that I guess a regular and friend of theirs has like a signature latte, which guys, is that not the dream? Is that not the fucking dream that you are a regular at a coffee shop and they're like, hey, we're going to name a drink after you on the menu. I'm like, okay, I would be so honored. I would tell everybody, I would tell strangers on the street. I'd be like, hey, go to that cafe. I have a drink. But anyway, it is, it was a iced oat milk latte with vanilla and cinnamon. Very simple and basic, but there's something about the combination. I And I don't know if it was just because it was so good or it was because I haven't had coffee in a week that I downed that sucker. I've never, I have literally never drank an iced latte that fast. <laughs> and I loved it. Guys, it's really hard being off coffee. It's really hard. But I love tea. I love UT. I don't want you to think I'm talking shit on UT. You know what I don't love is Herbalife tea, though. Oof. <laughs> because I did a lot of researching, and I don't think there's, like, anything good about Herbalife. Some other, like, random odds and ends I want to just wrap up. Um, we have completely finished Fear Factor, and we're devastated. We're completely devastated. We had been watching this show since July of 2020, and we just stopped, and now we don't have a stupid show. We don't have, like, a dumb show to watch at night when, like, your brain is off and you can't actually pay attention. And I don't know. It's just – it's really hard to be done with Fear Factor. Now, we have not looked up the Ludacris um, era, which is the MTV reboot with Ludacris. We might, but it's just – it's not the same without Joe Rogan. You really like to shit on Joe. That's part of the experience of Fear Factor is shitting on Joe Rogan with whoever you're watching. Um, and then also, you guys know we are watching Entourage because I only watch douche guy shows, apparently. And mm, guess what? Finish that, too. Last season was pretty fucking terrible. Um, actually, the last two... Mm, the last two seasons are pretty bad, but it's still just sad to, like, all of your shows are coming to an end and you're just like, well, what do we watch now so we decided to start reno 911 <laughs> which we had definitely both seen but like not in order and it's it's pretty fucking good it's pretty fucking good it feels so good to watch a show where they're openly making fun of cops god that is so fun and the, oh my god the actors each character is in itself like i would watch a spin-off of every character a spin-off show so that was kind of a, a shining light of like we felt really low about not having any shit trash show to watch. And all of a sudden here Reno 911 comes into our life. Perfect timing. So that's kind of what we've been watching. Did we watch any movies this weekend? I don't even. Okay, I do want to mention one last thing. I've recently, I know this is like, what am I, 89 years old? I've recently discovered TikTok. Um, I, I know what you're going to be like, what do you mean you discovered it? What I mean is like a few weeks ago, I decided to log in on a Friday and get stoned and, watched, and watch every video that my friend Sydney, you guys know Sydney, she's been on, friend of the pod. Uh, my friend Sydney will send me 
a bunch of TikToks. And I know they're there, but she also knows that I'm not really into TikTok, which I, like, appreciate that she doesn't hound me about, like, watching them because she knows I will watch them on my own time. And boy, when I watched that first batch, I was having the best night of my life in, like, recent memory. Maybe of 2021, I had the best night just sitting there watching my chosen Sydney TikToks. And I will say, after she sent me those videos and I liked the ones that I liked, my feed was way better. So I think TikTok is really confusing at first because you're just like, how are they even finding these videos for me? They don't know me. But it, you just have to take a minute and like some shit, and then your feed will be better. Now, I have found – I'm deeply obsessed with this TikToker that I found. It's at StephanieAmber07, and her name is Stephanie Forlini. And I found this late night, uh, maybe early morning one day when I was on TikTok, just kind of like, oh, let's see what I can get into. And I think the first one that was presented to me, it was on like the For You page. It was a woman um, on the screen, and then there was like a red box, and it said something about CIA documents. And something you need to know about me as a child, actually like child, teen, adulthood, I frequently like to Google the term CIA secrets. CIA secret missions like I want to know what the CIA doesn't want me to know like I I am just obsessed with that but I haven't really tapped into that obsession in a minute until I was presented this TikTok now this is a really interesting mix of things there's kind of I would say there's like two things going on here on this TikTok she's pretty popular I mean like I don't I don't know about like TikTok followers but like how much is a lot, but she has almost, she has like four, over 450,000 followers. So I figure it's pretty popular. What does she talk about? It's hard to explain. She's very spiritual. She is not religious. She is spiritual. She likes meditation. She likes astral projecting. She, it's hard to explain, but then the other part of her TikTok is like the CIA declassified documents that she finds online. Um, but as you would guess, the documents that she looks for are not just like random CIA, CIA documents. They are all pertaining to aliens and astral projections, projections and psychics and mind control and meditation. So it's like, you think that there would be no documents like that in the CIA because you think that they wouldn't believe in that. I hope I haven't lost you so hard because when I was telling Josh about this, he literally could not care less. And I just want to talk to someone about this girl. Like I really do. I really want one of y'all to follow her so we can talk about it. So if even if just one person listening to this follows her, DM me, please. I'm really not doing a good job of describing it because it is pretty new to me, but it is something that has overtaken my life and it's like all I want to do and I understand why people were so obsessed with TikTok. Like I guess they aren't anymore. I, I don't know. I'm just getting into TikTok. I mean, I'm 28. I guess I'm on the later spectrum of people who would use it. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I will say other than her, I've been loving like the – the counseling section, like counselors and like psych psychotherapists and shit come on TikTok and like tell you things. I love that. Of course, you guys know I would love the informational side of TikTok. Um, 
I also love when people talk about finances because I know nothing about that. So I feel like I'm truly learning when I go on TikTok. TikTok is an educational app for me, okay? Except for when I'm watching that guy I posted this weekend on my Instagram, the dancing guy. Okay, I need to meet that person. We dance alike and we listen to the exact same music and we're not afraid to sweat when we dance. That's a rare person that is just like me. So anyway, I've been having a TikTok moment. You know, I think I think that's all I have for you. And I think that I really, really want to talk about Ever Better. And then I really want to talk about my fave of the week. So you know what? Let's do it. Let's go to a commercial break and then we'll talk the tea, if you will. Okay. As I promised, I am going to talk the local drama of a local shop in Richmond called Ever Better. I know I do have a lot of followers and listeners in Richmond, but I do actually have like this small group of people that are not in Richmond. So I do feel the need at some point I am going to just explain the basics. So if you already know it, I'm sorry, but I do feel like I need to give a little background. I'm going to literally start from the very beginning of my interactions with this place. Let's talk like early quarantine. Me and Josh were going on a ton of walks. We still go on walks like every weekend, but during quarantine, we were going multiple times a week, almost every day. And we were just kind of realizing that we were really keeping up with like what was coming and going because a lot of things were closing down and not a lot of things were opening up. Obviously, it's the, it's quarantine. So we were taking a walk one day and I think, you know, we ended up on Lombardi Street and we were kind of like looking to stop to get maybe a coffee or a drink somewhere. And we stumble upon this building and it's like painted really bright and cute and it just says like ever better. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Is this open? Blah, blah, blah. Like we didn't know. We were kind of like had our phones out and we were kind of looking it up. And then these two people came to the door or came to the window and we're like, oh, hi guys. We're not open yet. And we're like, oh, sorry. And we just like started to walk away, but they were like, really nice and engaging and they were like oh but we are opening soon and you know come back on this day and like in our heads we were kind of like well we're not gonna like no we're not gonna remember that but like they they were nice and we didn't think anything of it we were kind of like oh cool like a coffee shop opening we'll have to remember that because me and josh always look for good coffee um in every neighborhood we need an espresso place like we want espresso especially like a midday pick me up on an afternoon walk like me and josh are looking for this bro so we kind of were like, oh, let's keep it in mind. But we didn't like follow them on Instagram or anything like it. Did. We just didn't think twice. Um, let's move forward. I don't know, a few months and we're kind of walking and I mean, it's a Saturday and it's like random. We're like, oh, hey, do you remember that? Let's walk by that tea place and see if it's or that coffee place and see if they have espresso yet. Like, um, do you remember like we were like, remember months ago we walked by. So we go and it happens to be the literal opening day. And we're like, oh, okay, hey, so can we get some some lattes? And, like, they have this menu, and they're like, oh, well, we don't have an espresso machine already. They're, like, losing me. I'm like, okay, you want to go? I'm, like, talking to Josh in my head. I'm, like, looking at him, like, do we really want this if there's no espresso? And we look at their menu, and it's that shit crazy. Okay, one side – once there's two sides to the menu, and it's on the outside of the building. On one side, it says, like, coffee and shakes. 
And I'm like, wait, they have coffee, but they don't have espresso. So I'm like, okay, so they're doing drip or iced coffee. But it was like, they weren't telling me. I always like to see, oh, you guys have coffee. So whose coffee do you use in Richmond? Obviously, being a barista, that's like something I care about annoyingly. I'm like, whose do you use? And theirs wasn't, it wasn't listed anywhere. And and also, once they said they didn't have espresso, I was kind of out on coffee. And then this, so coffee and shakes is one side. By the way, at the time I went, like the first day, there was no ounceage, is that a word, on anything. They weren't telling me how large or small anything was, and it was very confusing. So then there's another side of the menu called teas, I guess. And there's, stay with me, there's mega teas, there's mini mega teas, and then there's basic teas. And it's so confusing. There's like a plethora of these combination of flavors that they don't tell you what it is called like mermaid water and like watermelon thunder and like all this shit that you have to literally go down the list and be like, well, what is that? And what's in that one? And what's that? And then they have to tell you the flavor profile instead of them just putting it on the fucking menu, by the way, that pissed me off. So me and Josh were super overwhelmed, to say the least, but we felt like, okay, we had talked to them that those months ago, and we said, hey, I'm like, we're literally standing in line, like, let's just get something, like, let's literally just blindly just pick something. So Josh is like, hey, I see that you can only get these flavors of the basic tea, but can you just do it in a larger cup? Like, I just want, you guys said the basic tea is smaller than the mega tea, but can I get a mega tea size of the basic flavor? And they look at us like we're crazy. They're like, uh, I mean, and I think it's because they're opening day that they do it for us. And they're like, I, I, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. And I was like, why can you not just put it in a larger fucking cup? Like, I was so confused, but I was not going to give them shit. It was their first day. I've worked in the service industry my whole life. I was not going to give them shit. And we were like, it's okay if you can't. We're just like, we just like wanted a larger size. Um, it was extremely difficult for them, but they did it. So I was like, okay. So we got these teas. We paid so much money for them. By the way, the mega teas, which are like a big gulp cup, they are like 10 fucking dollars. And then the the basic teas are like eight. I mean, it's just way too much money for what you're getting. So we left and we were kind of like, well, this is kind of weird. But like, I, I guess like if we're wanting some kind of like refreshing random like there was no tea also in them I was looking everywhere in the menu to see like oh is it like green tea black tea white tea like what kind of tea is in this and there was caffeine in them but there was no tea in any of them does that make any sense but I was like kind of on board like so we kind of like went the first day and it was weird but then the next time I'd say we went two more times and it was, again, just kind of like we were walking. We ended up in the fan. It was like a midpoint in our walk, you know, like a mile and a half. And we just, like, got a tea. And, you know, it did taste really fake. But, like, we didn't know what was in it. And, like, there, there was always a fucking line. So you can't sit there and be like, hi, what are your ingredients? And it's, like, kind of a fast-paced line situation where, like, you got to know what you want. You got to tell them and you got to move to the side and wait for it. Um, so I mean, yeah, we didn't ask what was in it, but it felt weird to ask if that makes sense. It felt like I would have been a bitch if I was like, hi, what's in this? But God, don't you hate that? Don't you hate that? I would have felt like a bitch for asking literally what I'm consuming when it is not listed anywhere. That's going to come back. That's going to be the whole story. So 
we kind of leave and like the next couple times we're even hesitant to go back but we end up doing it and we like spend too much money we walk away and we're like I don't know this isn't that good and like why can't they do what we want why can't they give us the flavors we want and the size we want like it just didn't make sense to us and we spent so much money and we, you know what I'm not gonna lie to you since the first time meeting them Josh Josh first and then me I seconded this they gave off cult vibes um, when someone is overly nice to you without them knowing you, I just doubt you so hard. I relate to people on a level of like bitchiness. I'm like, yeah, you're skeptic about this. Cool. We're going to be friends. Oh, you're gung ho about this. And I don't even know you. We're not going to be friends. That's not my vibe. So, you know, they were giving off this very, like, they wanted us to come back vibe. They, they, they wanted to make sure that we were going to come back. I don't know how to explain it. Like, yes, they were nice on paper, but there was something that every time we walked away from that place, we thought something is not right about this. It's just something is weird and we can't put our finger on it. Okay. I'm sorry that was a long background, but it kind of had to be said. So moving on, let's say this was about a week and a half ago. It was la It was like a couple Wednesdays ago. It was the very, it was the first very nice day in a really long time. And I had been in a really bad mood and I, I get a break in between um, my like lunch shift and dinner shift at work. So I try to go on walks during that, but I hadn't been because it had been so shitty outside. So I kind of told Josh, I was like, oh, I'm really excited. I'm going to go on a walk today. Um, I'm going to go to Lombardi market. So like, I don't know, I may get a tea. Like we hadn't gone in forever. It had been like a thing. We were like, oh, should we go back? Should we not go to the tea place? Like it's been kind of weird. And I was like, you know what? I'm like in a good mood. I'm going to go on a walk. It's sunny. I'm like, yeah, if I, if the mood strikes me, I'm going to go to the tea place. And this is also refer referencing last week. This was smack dab in the middle of me having my coincidences. And Josh kind of was like, eh, I don't know if you should go to the tea place. And I said, you know what? I wish, all I wish is that they would tell us what was in these drinks so that we could just fucking make them. Like if they have some kind of powder they're putting in that like makes the drink, like let's just buy that powder online and then never go back. And we're like kind of joking, but we're kind of serious. Like, I don't know how we would find out what was in this, but if we can, like, let's buy it. Like that was the last thing I said to Josh before I, I was like, all right, bye. I'm leaving. So I go on a walk. I am having a good day. I already know I'm going to Lombardi Market right after I get the tea. So like I'm excited. I'm just having a little afternoon. I'm in a good mood. And I go, I go and I see there's like a, a couple people in line, which is always going to happen at this place. This place is popping. It's rarely does not have a line. Um, and that's okay. I like have some time to kill. So I'm like, I can wait in line. But it's taking longer than usual. And I'm listening. You know, I have earphones on, so I'm not really listening to what's going on. And when I get closer to, I'm like the second in line to order, I realize that the person at the counter has like a spiel for everybody. She's like, I'm so sorry, but today we're out of this, this, and this, and this. And all I have to offer you, like, you know, she has this whole thing of she's out of this. All you can get is this. And in my head, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't even understand the menu to begin with. So it's like, as long as she tells me what I can and can't get, we're good. So... Keep in mind, I had just told Josh, if only I knew how they make this, I would just buy it and make it myself. Hmm, I don't think so anymore. <laughs> so I order from her, and it is, it's even though they're out of so many things, it is still complicated to order. And I'm not going to say that she was rude to me. 
she complimented my Britney Spears mask. We had a little mask. We had a little banter. Um, I'm always nice to service industry people. That's just what you should do. You are nice and you tip them. That's what you do. Unless they're being a white male dick, then you can be rude. But she was being pleasant. And, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, I know how hard it is when shit is like, you know, down. So like, no worries. And like, she's the kind of person that like that when I tipped her, she said, are you sure? It's like PSA to anybody getting tipped, except the tip. Accept it. That's just a PSA I want to send out into the world. Um, So I was like, yeah, girl, I'm definitely sure. Take this tip. And then she like asked me, she's like, oh, well, do you want Stevia in this? And I was like, oh, um, I, I just figured Stevia was in all of them because everything I've ever gotten from there tastes like Stevia. And she's like, well, no, we'll see, like, you got a basic tea. And she starts explaining it to me. And then she's like, and then you can add, we have all of these flavored powdered Stevias. And it like, literally had all the flavors from the menu. It was like watermelon and blue raspberry. And I'm like, oh, Okay. In my mind, this is like pre-me learning anything about what they actually do. In my mind, I was like, whoa, how crazy that I randomly go on a day that they're out of shit. And so she has to literally show me what she puts in these. And so I was all excited. And I ordered it. And I was all excited to go tell Josh that like, oh, my God, guess what? Inadvertently, coincidentally, she had to tell me how she makes these fucking drinks. And it was like flavored powdered stevia. So, you know, I go to Lombardi Market, I pick up my specialty Oreos, I drink my tea, Um, I don't even remember what I got because it was so complicated to fucking order it, and I go back to work, and I tell Josh, I'm like, oh my god, had such a coincidence, you know how we were wondering what's in this tea? I'm like, I found out. She literally had to tell me that it's flavored powdered stevia, and I'm like, I'm Googling and I'm Googling and I cannot find flavored powdered stevia anywhere. I literally cannot. I Google it. I look on like every website that would sell something like that. I find one, but it wasn't really matching with the flavors that they with, that they were ha- having at Ever Better. So I was just like, I don't think that's it. And I was just so confused. But it was like she had told me what they used. So I was just, why couldn't I find it? So... I go on to their Instagram. This is like after the whole day is done. I've already been. I've already told Josh about it all. And I go on to their Instagram and I specifically try to click on the pictures that have pictures of the fruity drink, the teas, quote unquote, that I was getting. Because first of all, for how their teas look, they weren't really showing a lot of pictures of them on Instagram. And like, it's about the look of the tea. Like it's in this huge cup and it's bright colors and like, it's cute. It's Instagrammable. So I'm clicking, as I'm clicking, I'm just clicking on random pictures that have these drinks in them. Cause I was just like, I'm just going to read the comments to see if anyone's like, Hey, what are the flavors of this one? Like what, you know, that's what I was looking for. I wanted to know more of like the flavors and like if they listed what was in it, because I was like, I'm just not understanding how this is flavored powder stevia. Like there's gotta be some other element. That's when it all starts to unfold. I am reading comments in real time on posts from like weeks ago and it's people commenting. This is how the first ones, and by the way, all these comments are deleted. So I I have to go off my stoner brain memory. So like, please bear with me, but I do remember them pretty well. So like, I think I'm going to do an okay job, but just bear with me that I'm not reading these straight from Instagram because they have been deleted. Um, Oh, the drama deleted comments. Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) 
restricted comment section on an Instagram, tell me everything. How did we get here? So the first comment I see that has so many replies to it. So I was like, oh, what is this? It says, do you use Herbalife in all of your drinks? I had never heard of that before in my life. I had never heard of Herbalife. I didn't know what that was, so I didn't really think anything of it. And Everbetter replies and says, yes, exclamation point. They're like, of course, we use it in every single one of our drinks along with Tarani sugar-free syrup, which is like, oh, Jesus, I am so anti-sugar-free anything. Like, I'm so anti it. I'm like shocked I even had the Stevia drink. Like, honestly. Um, But it was like, yes, we use Herbalife and Tarani sugar-free syrups and something called like zero gram puddings, which I assume is some weird low carb situation, which I don't know if you get this vibe from me yet, but I'm very anti-diet culture. Like, fuck yourself if you're telling anybody to diet. Go fuck yourself. That's literally how I feel about that. So I was like, I was kind of like at work and I'm scrolling and I'm like, oh, oh, Josh, like somebody's mad. Like they use this thing called Herbalife and he's like, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to find out. So I keep, I keep clicking and I keep reading. And this one commenter was like, oh, wow, you guys use Herbalife dot, dot, dot. That's been known to cause liver damage. And I was like, okay, what now? Okay, what? So then I literally, that is the, that's the moment that I just Google the words Herbalife. And Herbalife itself, the website comes up first and there's a little blurb on what it is. And it says, we are a global nutrition and weight management company. Already, I was like, no, no. As a woman in the world, So when I see that this fucking local company is pushing a weight loss management company secretly, I lose my shit. How dare you? I just don't even understand on any level how you think that that would be okay. To not disclose that information, how is that legal? Yes, we're going to get into that. There's, I found out a lot of information on this fucking company, but... I just couldn't believe that they were one admitting to it openly on Instagram. Yet the other comments were saying, you know, other than the liver damage comment, which obviously freaked me out, it was a lot of other people mentioning like, oh, this is a, oh, I didn't know you guys were an MLM. And like, you know that I'm into cults, so you know I'm into multi-level marketing. You know I am. And I was like, holy shit, that makes so much sense. That this, that answered all my questions about like, why do I leave with this weird feeling? And why is this so fake? And why are they not telling me what's in this? Oh, because I've just been giving money to a full-blown multi-level marketing uh, business that is just pushing Herbalife. Oh, so that's what I discovered. When we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you what I discovered about Herbalife. Stay tuned. All right. So like I said, I had never even heard of Herbalife before this, which is a little bit shocking because I do love MLMs. I love cults. I love all that type of shit. So I am kind of surprised that I haven't heard about it. But on the other hand, like... 
as I said, I'm staunch anti-diet life, and that is just pure diet life. Um, so I'm, I'm not surprised that I haven't heard of it as well. Also, when my I told my mom about this whole story like a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, this tea place we've been going to is just giving us fucking Herbalife. And, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. And she's like, oh, Herbalife? And I was like, oh, you know what that is? And she's like, um, your aunt used to sell that. Like, this is like my aunt from like the country who like is maybe like married to a very questionable um, sexual like predator. Um, so like a very middle of nowhere kind of person. And like they were selling Herbalife like in the 90s apparently. And like that set it off for me. I was like, wait that is what this is like it's that level and she's like yeah it's just basically like a pyramid scheme I'm like oh my god so like Monta confirming before I even look it up but what I find is that so I'm on the reddit I'm on the reddit of like the ever better post um the original ever better ever better post was actually from a month ago and it said like beware of ever better or something. And it didn't get as much traction as the second post on Reddit, which was called stay away from ever better in the fan, which went really viral, has like almost 300 comments. Yes, I read most of the 300 comments. Um, but as I was looking, I found that there is another subreddit called anti MLM, which is just so funny to me that like, that is why Reddit is good, by the way. Like I hate, I kind of hate Reddit. It's kind of just like weird. It's I don't like the format or anything, but the nicheness of these subreddits have me so happy. Anti MLM is a subreddit. And so then there's a subreddit within the subreddit about Herbalife. So I click on that. And one of the first ones, it was from four days ago, on on the generalized anti MLM, um, it tagged Herbalife. There's a woman telling a personal story. Now, I will say, this is all alleged, I guess I have to say. Like, I'm reading this from, from Reddit. So how do I know that this person is telling the truth? I don't. But also, why would you go onto the subreddit of anti-MLM and then also go to the subreddit of that and tag Herbalife and then tell your personal story about a girl you went to high school with if it wasn't true? Just saying. But I guess I have to say I don't know if this is true. So... First thing I find is this Herbalife post, and she is saying that, oh, guys, a girl I went to high school with, I went to high school with, opened up a health shake store in my small town. They sell protein shakes and have flavors like s'mores and dark chocolate raspberry cheesecake, but claim they're healthy and often talk about customers' weight loss success. The point is that this woman says um, that she's heard it through the grapevine, because like small town drama spreads, just going to say. Now, this might not be about ever better, but in general, even if it is not, it's about Herbalife, so it is important. She says that she's heard that the boss is requiring her employees to buy Herbalife, which, as you know, if you're part of an MLM, you have a downline, um, which means that you recruit other people to then recruit more people and thus creating the pyramid of the pyramid scheme. That is psychotic that you could require an employee to be a part of an MLM, but I guess you could be like, well, then you're fired if you're not. Um, it says, based on her Instagram, I could tell all the store stores employees were in her downline on in Herbalife, but now I have had a firsthand account telling me she makes her employees, a high school student in this case, purchase $2,000 worth of product plus pay a $100 startup fee to work there. 
that is illegal. I mean, is that not illegal? See, then I'm finding out more about Herbalife and it's like, well, we're not, we aren't a food store. And if you open up, apparently if you open up a store that sells Herbalife a la Ever Better, I guess you're technically not allowed to advertise that you do sell it, which is like, what? Because it's not approved by the FDA. I spent a lot of time on the Herbalife website because I was trying to find if I could see like their exact products. And yes, I could see the exact products they use for like the basic teas and like the aloe. They have aloe in all of their drinks. And I'm like, are they like scraping aloe every day and like really doing that? Like that just takes a lot. Like where are they getting this aloe? I find the jug of aloe on the Herbalife website and it literally looks like a jug of fucking bleach. Like it, it comes in a bleach jug. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And like the ingredients are not just aloe, which is like, shouldn't it just be fucking aloe? There's all these other ingredients in it. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, what have I been consuming? Thank God I only went there a handful of times. But I also found like exact products that they use with exact flavors that they use. Like there is no hiding that they use this. Obviously, they did admit to it. Now, I will say I've been going on the Everbetter website they still have not updated anything to say that they are using this or anything. There's no there's no official statement on the website or the Instagram. I don't have Facebook, so I don't fuck with Facebook. I don't look at Facebook. They might have put it there, but I doubt it. Um, also, they have not posted on Instagram since February 26th. It is now March 8th. That's quite a jump for a small local business who literally runs off Instagram. So like they're scared. I know they're very scared. Now Google says they're still open. Um, I assume they might have like shut down for a couple weeks, but they're still open. And like I said in my intro and my catch up, I mean, I do frequent Lombardi Market. I do go on walks in the fan. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to observe. It's going to be really hard for me to walk by if I see a line and like all these people don't know what I know. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard because I really like to shout information at people like that information that people need to know in a, in a nice way. Don't I'm not just like mean shouting at people on the street. Don't worry. Um, but I did find out now I haven't watched it just because like I don't have the time right this second, but I'm definitely going to at some point. There's a documentary on Herbalife. It's called Betting on Zero. It was from 2016, so, like, not that long ago. Like, I'm shocked that any place is able to function by selling Herbalife when there was a fucking documentary exposing it for being an MLM. I just, one, how did I miss this? How did this fly under the radar so much that places are still allowed to open and function by selling Herbalife? That's what I don't understand. Also on the website, above every product listed, there is a disclaimer. And it says, these statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. And it's like, so you're telling me that it is helping me, but you're also claiming that I can't trust you because this hasn't been approved. Like, what the fuck is that disclaimer above every product that you buy? So I thought that was just another red flag. Oh, also on Google, their rating is a 1.7. And I'm sure that's gone down in the last week. Wow. But back to the documentary, 
betting on zero. I watched the trailer and it looked really good. I think I am going to watch it at some point because I love that kind of shit. Maybe during this week I'll watch it like um, after work. But it just dives deep and exposes the owner, how he like purposely – it's, you know, it's dealing with stocks and shit too, which one is kind of confusing. Two, TikTok is a little bit helping me understand. Three, relevant right now, right? People are just talking about stocks all the time, I feel. The trailer is good. It made me want to watch it. Not going to lie. I hope that that was of interest to you that there is a local – coffee tea and shake shop in richmond fully selling a multi-level product a multi-level marketing product which is herbalife i mean you cannot google herbal herbalife without so much bad shit coming up like it is a tainted tainted product nobody likes it Okay, I haven't touched on the fact because I couldn't find enough information on this, so I felt like I could not touch on it. Apparently, it is tied into certain churches. MLMs are basically like churches. Oh my god, I'm like going into deep waters here. Um, (laughs) I am not a religious person. I guess you could say I'm as spiritual as my TikTok friends. Uh... Going to do some meditation later and try to astral project into a land where there is no ever better and there is no herbal life. <laughs> but anyway, that is just catching you up on how I am tied into it and saw it unfold in real time because I was there the day that all the comments were popping off and being deleted in real time. Um, every post they have is like comments are, you know, the comments have been deleted and I, I'm really curious to see if they're going to come out with a statement on Instagram or Facebook. Um, are they going to advertise that they use Herbalife and just be like, yeah, we use it? Or are they going to switch and not use Herbalife? Like, there's so many ways this could go. But they've been radio silent for, I don't know, a couple weeks now. So it is weird that they're just open and functioning. And all of us know this information, but they're just allowed to keep going on. I mean, I guess a lot of people have decided to not go there anymore, which will hurt business, but I think there's a lot of people that are still willing to go. Whew. Wow. Maybe I will watch that documentary today. I love a good documentary. That's the that's the literal tea, y'all. That's the literal small town tea. Um, so anyway, DM me if you have any comments or questions. I don't know everything about this, but you know, questions, comments, concerns, um, or if you just have anything to chime in with. Have you had a good experience, bad experience, any kind of awkward moment with Ever Better? Let a girl know. All right. I am going to give you a little break again from all of this, and then we'll go into my fave of the week, which is real iced tea. Ooh, I love them. Iced tea, iced tea, iced tea. And no, I'm not talking about my favorite actor from Law & Order SVU, iced tea. I'm talking about the drink, iced tea. What a general term that so many great things fall under. You've got your greens, you've got your blacks, you've got the whites, you've got the herbal iced tea, which is a big one for me. I think I actually prefer herbal iced tea to anything. Just a refreshing, fruity drink. 
that has like nothing in it that is bad for me, hint, hint, I mean, that is what I'm really looking for. I'm going to break down what my favorite iced teas to make are, what I'm going to try, what I've recently tried. Um, tying back into the coincidences really quick, I I was recording my segment on coincidences, literally. I get a text from my friend Leia, and she. I also worked at a coffee shop with her, and so we always used to drink iced tea together because she knew I was super into it. She was like, girl, I am so looking for some new iced teas. Like, have you bought any recently? Little does she know, the night before, I got stoned and scrolled on Amazon for 40 solid minutes and only bought new iced tea. And I was like, oh, so funny that you should text me that right now because, yes, I literally just recently bought new iced tea. So let me tell you what I got. Um, Josh really likes, like, a black tea with some flavoring in it uh, for iced tea, which I can fuck with sometimes. Um, So I got a – it's like a black tea with – peach and passion fruit and it's really good um that has been a super fave that one was a cheapo that was like 20 bags for like five bucks um that and and I will say I typically do not buy tea off Amazon that was like I was stoned and I was just like wanting to get something really fast without leaving my couch etc I'm kind of anti-Amazon but uh, it's hard I I try not to I try to buy local things usually And we'll get into my local tea section, don't worry. But that has been the best little afternoon pick-me-up, a black iced tea that has fruity flavors in it. And I do it double strong and make like a concentrate out of it and then add the ice to it kind of as it's it's cooling so that like some of the ice stays and some of the ice adds to the body of the tea. Um, That has been a really nice flavor and... That sparked my weekend iced tea, which was the Blackberry Sage from Rostov's. I get a lot of loose tea from Rostov's. Um, They have a really, really good selection of loose teas. I worked there for years, and I was somewhat in charge of ordering the teas and organizing the teas, and just, I was the tea bitch. Um, So I am familiar with almost all of them. I've tried basically all of them. Super recommend checking out the tea section at Rostov's if you have not. Uh, super high quality teas. I'm just a big fan. So the Blackberry Sage was like a go-to when I was in charge of making iced tea for the day. Something about it. It's not too sagey. It's not too blackberry. It works really well together. Something I like doing to iced tea is adding citrus in there. doesn't have to be just lemon. Like I'm not talking just like sweet ass tea with lemon. Mm-mm. Also... I'm never putting sweetener in my tea. I I hate it. I hate a sweet tea. I want to taste the flavor of the actual tea, and that is it. So the blackberry sage is really good on its own, but when you add that little lime in there, mmm, little zest, little pop, it is so good. So anything along the lines of that, like I know some of you can't go to Rothschilds, but something in the line of like a herb and a fruit and then you're adding citrus so good another one i've i classically one of my all-time favorite iced teas of all time is jasmine tea something i love is that when you go to a pho restaurant and you get iced tea there's no options you're getting iced jasmine tea because that's like all they have and that is my shit that's hands down my favorite iced tea there is something about the natural flavor of the jasmine that you do not miss a sweetener. You do, you're not missing anything. It is so flavorful. I, I I really like to make this one strong too. I like my iced teas really strong. I do not like a watered down iced tea. 
um, I make a pretty strong concentrate and then I dilute it to my tasting, but I kind of don't dilute it sometimes. Um, jasmine tea is the most goddamn refreshing treat on a spring day you will ever have. It is like wind in your hair, sun on your skin. I hate the wind. I can't believe I just said that. It's like a light breeze in your hair and sun on your skin and like you don't have to go to work and like you don't have any bills due and like you're not on your period. Like it's like a good ass day when you're drinking jasmine iced tea. Just do it. I have some – I'm out and I ordered some. Okay, I know I just told you to go to Rostov's. Rostov's doesn't sell just plain jasmine iced tea, okay? They sell like jasmine with like green tea and flowers in it, which is nice, but it's just not – it's not the classic flavor. So I did order some and it's on back order. So fuck my life. I want it more than anything and I can't have it yet. I tried to buy it at Tokyo Market, but they only had – jasmine tea with matcha in it and I'm like why is it so hard to just find jasmine tea it's been a struggle for me um okay herbal iced teas I mean you can go crazy get a hibiscus and then just like add shit to it get a hibiscus tea um get a lavender tea mix the two. Oh my god you know what the best thing about herbalized teas is like they're just fruity and you're just mixing them and all of them taste good together um, I love mint in any of my tea. Something unexpected is make like an ice cream tea of any kind. Then add citrus and add mint and like muddle it together in the cup and then pour the green tea on top. Mm! That is like a little mojito mocktail. Am I wrong? Oh my God, I'm getting so excited. I'm like going to go through all my teas and make so much iced tea today. There is a wild card at Rostov's that some, it was like a very polarizing tea. Half the employees hated it and wouldn't drink it, and half the employees, like, wanted it in every iced tea. It's called Macau Mango. I don't know if they have it anymore, but it is, like, a tart-ass mango hibiscus-y tea that I am obsessed with. I I don't love it on its own. It is very tart, but if you mix it with other shit, damn, that is good. That is a refreshing base. I love a tartness. Mmm. I mean, guys, I've almost been talking about iced tea for 10 minutes, so maybe it is time for me to wrap it up. Um, I will say my least favorite iced tea is just black iced tea. Like, I will drink a green. A white tea is so good, and I know that's really rare to find, especially out at a shop, but if you see an iced white tea, get it. It's got this delicate flavor to it that is, like, not common in an iced tea. I think a lot of iced teas you get out might be bitter. Because people might not brew it at the right temperature or brew it for the right time. So one, brew your iced tea at home. Two, try some new flavors. Three, put additions into them. I haven't even talked about adding fresh fruit to them too. Oh my God. Like a fruity herbal iced tea that I'm like shoving lemon and like lime and strawberry into with the mint. Oh my God. Maybe top it with a little sparkling water. Oh my God, I love iced tea. Well, I clearly have to go because I have to make like 17 iced teas in like my 18 jars that I that I own. I'm going to put them to use. Please update me on if you have a favorite iced tea that I need to try. Okay, guys, see you next week. XOXO, gossip. Hi, me again. 
I'm here to request a fave, a favor from you guys. I would love to get a few more ratings and reviews on iTunes. A few dear friends have already made reviews. Love you guys. Um, I don't know. It doesn't have to be long or, you know, you can just click the stars however many you see fit, I guess. Um, but yeah, give a, give a girl a shout out. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.